You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, everybody, and happy Wednesday. Today is Wednesday, October 12th, and the Philadelphia Eagles are 5-0, baby. Let's go. They pulled away with an ugly win against the Arizona Cardinals 20-17 on Sunday, and now we look ahead to Dallas week. Earlier this afternoon, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke with the Philly media and is at the podium with a presser that's locked, loaded, and ready for you. I am your host, Rachel Prevett, and this podcast is brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Nick Sariani talked about the strides that he's seen Jordan Davis make week to week. Sariani was asked what ways Jalen Hurts' responsibilities have grown pre-snap and how he's been handling the blitz. Sariani discussed the approach planning for Cowboys playmaker Trayvon Diggs, and he also gave credit to Cooper Rush for executing and putting the Cowboys in a position to succeed. Take a listen. What strides have you seen Jordan Davis make week to week, specifically in those early downs? Yeah, I just think he's he's getting a little bit better each week. Uh, he's a big man uh, who had to who has to continue to learn how to play in the NFL against other big men, you know, and and guys. So he's he's getting better each week. He's doing a good job. Um, you know, he he had a, he probably he had his best game to date uh, last game, and. Again, he's just in that mindset of, you know, the growth mindset of how he gets better every day. And so, again, I think it's just, you know, he's got the strength, he's got the athleticism, he's got the size to be to be really good. It's just him learning, just like kind of we talk about Jalen all the time, right, of, hey, where are you seeing his strides? Well, he's getting accumulated reps, right, and figuring out how to play. And and that's and that's what you're seeing uh, with with Jordan. I was thinking you were pretty close to me right there. I saw you. I felt you out in my peripheral vision. In what ways have Jalen's uh, responsibilities grown pre-snap? Uh, I would I would say you know it's been it's been similar uh, throughout the the past past year. Um, you know, obviously, we try to do our best as coaches to to make it simple for him to look for things and you know so he can go out there and execute and play. Um, but you know, I, I think it's I think it's pretty similar. You might give him one or two more checks or opportunities to. You know, maybe last year we built things in for him a little bit more, and now this year we're saying if you see this, get to that. And so um, there's definitely growth in it, but but similar because you know because it's similar. I think it's similar if you go back to when we had Philip Rivers or Andrew Luck or like you know it's it we don't try to put too much on these guys because we want them to be able to play fast and play free, and so it's the same thing. It's the same thing there. So you might have a, a little bit more here and there. Um, but again, you got to be careful of that. You got to guard yourself on that of when you're trying to let your quarterback, you know, try to put you in a perfect play at each time. You like that doesn't work either. You know, sometimes when you do that, you get down to the one second on the play clock and you're 
you're climbing for the ball. So there's a balance in it. And he's definitely had, had some more, you know, some more growth with that. Um, but again, we have to, you know, the more he can handle, the more we have to guard ourselves on how much you still give him. You said that when there were, you said that when there were some blitzes, some of the answers for Jalen were on the outside last week and he took them. Um, it seemed like a few times though, you guys didn't have numbers there. Uh, what kind of number, what kind of answers do you give him when there are free men blitzing from the inside? Yeah, that's that's a scheme thing that I think our our opponents would want as well. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep some of that in house. But everything that we do is trying to have an answer to take a hit off of them, or everything we do is gonna try to have an answer versus a unique. Every time you think about game planning a defense, you got to think about the unique defenses they 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 do and how those can cause issues for it and have an answer for that. So um, the answer could be different every time. And, and I'm kind of answering your question. I'm trying to answer your question as best I possibly can without giving too much information. Um, you know, the answer is going to be a little bit. Sometimes it's going to be an inside thing. Sometimes it's going to be an outside thing. Sometimes it's going to be a shot down the field. Sometimes it's going to be a screen, um, you know, like we like we had some last week. Um, it's never it's never the same against the blitzes that they bring. Right. It's always going to be a little different because when you're the same, it's the same thing we always talk about. Right. You give tells to the defense right and so if it was always a short thing then they're gonna they're gonna play off of that as well so there's got to be there's got to be variety to it um and we're very conscious of that and we that's and we're we're thinking about that a lot overall from him in terms of handling uh from handling handling the blitz i think i think really well i think that you're seeing i think last year you, you saw you know, he's just doing things like even when he scrambles, right? You're seeing him chunk it down the field, right? It's not, you know, and and I, I read something that a, a player on the Cardinals said last week. Every time he goes right, he throws it, and every time he goes left, he runs it. And then, but he could throw it. Like, well, I don't think that's true. I actually see him growing there that he's breaking out of the pocket and he's making plays with both his feet and his arm to the right or the left. And then I also see him um, doing, you know, the, there was a guy, they brought one more than we could protect on the third and 12 last week, right? The the big play of the game, right? The one we talked so much about and uh, the the one to Dallas on the, on the last drive. They brought one more than we can one we we can block. They brought one right off the edge. Kenny Gainwell free release right there. We couldn't block the free safety because they brought six. We had five. Boom. And he said he's now did he run there? No, he stood in there, threw a bullet to to Dallas for a, one of the biggest conversions we've had this year, uh, and the biggest play of that game. So um the answer is to me is like he's doing he's got more variety to his game in that. You guys have run the ball well in the red zone. Do you feel like where do you feel like the passing game is in the red zone? And is that kind of an area you'd like to see sharper? No, I, I mean I look at always where, look where we are in the in the red zone. You want to score touchdowns every single time you get down in there. Reality is you're probably not. I mean that's our 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 goal. We have a certain goal, and we you know, and I think we're a little short of what our goal is. Right? You always want to be in the top five, top ten, and it. We are in the top. I think we're eighth in red zone, um, but. You know, we're a little short of what our goal is. Um, so you're you're looking for ways to improve it. We know that that we can that we're we have ability to run the ball down there, but again, you don't want to be too predictable either. So you want you're looking to marry things. You're looking to uh, mesh things together. And so um, I thought in the Jacksonville game, you know, we had some some opportunities. Uh, 
uh, to to make some plays there in the pass game on that, just because that was the way it was going. And uh, we missed a couple of those opportunities, whether it was a coaching thing, whether it was an execution thing, this or that. So, you know, obviously we always want to improve there, and that's always a focus for us of how we're going to improve passing the ball in there and use our playmakers down there. Back to the 21 draft, what was your view of Parsons coming out, and how did you expect it to be used in the NFL? Yeah, I, you know, um, I thought obviously he was a really outstanding player. Um, I remember th that bowl game he had against Memphis um, because I think we were watching. Uh, actually, was Kenny in that game too? I think he was. Um, but I remember that bowl game that he had. I think it was in it was the year before it, and just thinking how much of a dynamic playmaker he is. To say that I remember the plan that we had if we were going to draft him I don't remember I think I was pretty lobbying pretty hard for Devontae <laughs> um so I was thinking more about that uh and and uh but um but yeah I, I just remember just how much of a playmaker he is he he is and how he, he was and you know being a, at Penn State and um so a lot of respect for him he's he's doing the same things he was doing in Penn State and he's doing it at a high level in the NFL Speaking of uh, playmakers, Nick, uh, Trayvon Diggs, uh, corner who maybe gambles a little bit more. Not everybody does that. How do you, as an offensive guy, how do you approach that when you're talking to the quarterback because it can work both ways? Yeah, sure. We just we were upstairs talking about it, right? You know, just just now. As far as you know, you got to be alert for where he is. You got to be alert for where Parsons is. You got to be alert where Lawrence is. You got to be alert for where where he is. You know, I was with Malik Hooker um, in Indy, and he he has got great ball skills. You got to be alert where he is because he can turn the ball over. Um, and so, as far as as uh, as Diggs goes, you just got to be alert. He, he housed one against us last year in the first game, right? So you got to be alert for where he is and. Uh, and and understand the routes that you have on against him and he's a really good playmaker i think the guy that you know that he always remind he reminds me of just because being in the division you kind of think about all the guys you play he reminds me of a marcus peters type right that that you make a mistake with him right and so you got to be if you make a mistake he'll make you pay and that that's a sign of a good corner uh he'll make you pay if you make a mistake so we got to be on our fundamentals we got to be on our details we got to be on our reads and uh because we know they have the playmakers over there on defense to to make you pay if you're not I, go ahead. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, McCarthy just said that Cooper Rush is starting. Um, what do you know about him, and are you surprised? I think like a lot of us are at the level of success that they've enjoyed with him at quarterback. You know, hats off to to Dallas that they've done just such a great job. I, I really, I really, they, they lost one of their best players and one of the better players in the in the league, and and they keep and they keep rolling. I, and they they've won four in a row. Uh, you know, without Dak and. I mean, to me, that's the playmakers that they have around that, you know, that they have around Cooper. And that's also coaching. All right? they've, they've, they've done a really good job. And so we definitely know more about Cooper Rush than we did last year at this time, right? Because there's more games out there on him. So, um, you know, we'll study the crap out of those games and, and, and have a plan for it. And I know we already do have a plan for it. Um, but, you know, he's doing a nice job. And yeah, I, I got to give credit to Cooper Rush too, right? He's, he's, he's going out there and he's executing and he's putting him in a position to help them win. And uh, so a lot of respect there. And, uh, but, you know, like I said, we do have more, more tape on him than we, than we, we, than the Rams did or than the Giants did or than the, you know, I don't forget, remember that order that they played, but, um, but good job to these guys of, of, of putting them in position to succeed. Yeah, so I'm going walk through today. Are you leading I'll on get you. like, uh, 
player data, like sports science stuff, or is that purely feel based on? A little bit of a little bit of both. It's not, you know how our guys are feeling where we're where we're at right now. You know, coming off uh, off the rest, where you know what the data was, but you know on some of their workouts and you know so it's a little bit of everything. Again, I have to get all the information that I can from every different department, and then I have to do what's best for the football team, right? So I have to take the data. I got to take the trainers. I got to take the you know all the different the elements and what great resources we have here at the Philadelphia Eagles, unlike any organization I've ever been at, the the resources that we have. But at the end of the day, I got to make a decision on what's best for the football team. And this is what I thought was uh, today. Is there a conversation with the captains too? Or they... um, you know, I, I think they're going to always want to practice. They're always going to want to go. And uh, so, but I discuss with them. Um, I always have a leadership council meeting uh, every Saturday. I'm, I'm going to discuss everything with them. Um, so they're definitely kept in the loop. Uh, yeah, I was just going to ask about uh, last year. I think Cowboys put up 96 on you. I know 51 came against your backups. But do you use stuff like that as motivational for the owners? Last year was was last year, and we're in we're in a new year. Uh, I think somebody asked me something about that, like, uh, you know, because we got new players, right? We Like, Chauncey doesn't, Chauncey doesn't care they scored 96 last game, right? AJ doesn't care they scored 96 last year, last time we played, you know, last two games that we played them. We're here. We're here. And we can't control that, right? We can only control where we're at today. We're not, we're not looking behind us. We're not looking ahead of us. Uh, we're looking at what we have to do to go one and zero today, so we can, so we can go one and zero this weekend. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.